What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Why Never When We Interview Every Job Occupation A through Z from the trash man to the CEO and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Sam Aquilano. Now, Sam is the founder of Design Museum Everywhere and is the founder of one of the top 50 design podcasts, Design is Everywhere. So Sam has a lot to share with us today. So Sam, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Let's go, Sam. How are you feeling today? I'm doing great. Just got my Christmas tree, so I'm feeling festive and good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it is Black Friday. So, Sam, I'm real excited to dive into these questions. So, Sam, why do you do what you do? Oh, man. Yeah. So I've had kind of two careers. First was as a designer, a product designer. And then, um, as you mentioned, I founded the Design Museum and the Design is Everywhere podcast. Both those things though, I do because, A, I've always loved creativity and always been creative and been drawing and building things. And I just love how design can make someone's life better, can make someone smile, can provide utility so that you can actually do something you want to do. And I just love like shaping the world uh, as a designer. And then as a as the founder and executive director of the Design Museum, I love sharing everything about design with the world. Very, very, very nice. And can I ask, Sam, what was the process like for you to uh, even realize what you do today? Yeah, you know, I, like I said, I've always been drawing and always taking stuff apart, trying new things, getting into trouble. <laughs> but I didn't know what the word was for what I wanted to be. You know, everyone from like my guidance counselor all the way to like my parents were like, oh, Sam's going to be an engineer because he's always tinkering and drawing and sketching and making things. So I, I went and visited a few colleges after high school, all for engineering, and it just wasn't the right fit. It just I have nothing against engineers. Engineers are amazing. <laughs> but I just wasn't getting like that spark of creativity that I w was really desiring. And mm. gosh, it just happened that so I was in the financial aid office uh, of the college I ended up going to, which is Rochester Institute of Technology. And I know my parents were like chatting with the people there, like, how are we going to afford this? And I was just sitting there and I turned to my right and there was like, if you can picture it, one of those cases that has all the different pamphlets for like every major at the college. Mm -hmm. And I saw this one for industrial design and it had like a sketch on the cover and it was like the design of a boat. And then there was a design of like a couple like products and I like picked it up and opened it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is it. Like, this is what I want to be. Mm -hmm. Cause it was all about creating new things and sketching and drawing and building and I still have the brochure to this day because it was such an <laughs> important moment in my life of like finding this. And I remember going to my parents and being like, I, I finally found it. Like, this is the this is it. And, mm. you know, they were like, wow, I never heard of this. I didn't even know this existed. But, yeah, the job of an industrial designer is to design products. And that was my dream job. I just didn't know what it was called. 
Very, very, very nice. I really love that story right there. And I think you even tackled my next question of, you know, what what might have been some childhood hobbies and habits. Mm-hmm. You think mm-hmm. you might have any more than than that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely was into this is like classic designer story, but I played with Legos like constantly. Like I would build entire like worlds with my wow. Legos. And it was just like a thing that I constantly did. I also played a lot in the woods. So we lived kind of on the cusp of this like big forest. Mm-hmm. And my brother and I were constantly in there like building forts and like getting in like I said, getting into trouble and like taking risks and doing all kinds of stuff, you know, getting into yeah. trouble. I think a key part of my life was I had a lot of unrestricted, unsupervised play, right? My parents yeah. were like, go play. And even though I don't like to use the word play so much as a designer, right? Because like, oh, I'm just playing around with this. It's like <laughs> that that ability to explore and to, you know, imagine was so key in my childhood. And I know that has extended into my career as well. Very, very, very nice. And Sam, now I got to ask, what's an average day like for you? <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, like I said, changed careers, kind of mid-career here. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, my average day when I was a product designer, I mostly, most of my career was at a company called Bose, designing speakers and consumer electronics. Mm-hmm. And so there, you know, I would get a design brief, which was something that came from marketing of like, oh, we need this new like computer speaker. And I would be part of a team that would be, you know, me as the industrial designer, you know, a mechanical engineer, an acoustic engineer, if it was a speaker product, mm-hmm. um, a manufacturing engineer. And we would all work together to design this product. And my job, you know, an industrial designer's job is to sort of synthesize all the different things like the, uh, the acoustics engineer is coming at you with what the acoustics need to be. The mechanical engineer is coming at you with you know how it's going to be made. And it was my job to kind of like sketch and build. And, you know, I end up spending a lot of time in CAD on the computer, like building in 3D mm-hmm. and loved it. And then, you know, it goes on from there. But now my job is, you know, this executive director of a design museum. And my job is totally different. Mm-hmm. So if your listeners are like, one thing to, to, to put out there is like, you don't have to be, you're not stuck <laughs> doing the same thing for your whole career. Now my yeah. job is totally different. And now... I lead the museum, so I manage a staff of nine people, and I still think I design our organization. I design sort of our workplace and our workplace culture and how things get done. Um, A lot of my job is about fundraising, so that's totally different than what I used to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm connecting with donors, sponsors, writing grants, and it's generally like moving the museum forward, so doing marketing and, you know, being our spokesperson, which now is all about, you know, being on the podcast and hosting a podcast, which is maybe a third career. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So. Wow. Okay. It's all connected. Wow. 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 And I, I love the how, how you, you know, illustrated the difference between being an employee and being a boss. So that's right. that's mm-hmm. very big. I love that right there. So, uh, Sam, please, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? Oh, man. So at the museum... I just love the educational aspect of what we do. So, you know, quick story. So we do exhibitions and it's perfect for your podcast here because we have an exhibition called We Design, which is all about all the different types of design careers you can go into. Mm-hmm. What I mentioned, industrial design, architecture, graphic design, innovation, you name it. Mm-hmm. And the way we show that is also by showing women and people of color who work in those careers and telling their career story. Mm-hmm. And so we had the opening reception for that exhibition. Uh, this was back in 
October of last year. And we were just kind of setting up, getting ready for the exhibition. And these three teens came up to me and they were like, what is this? And I was like, well, this is an exhibition about, you know, all the different things that you can do as a designer. And they were like, what's design? (laughs) (laughs) And so I started explaining to them and started walking them around the exhibition. These are three black teens. Mm -hmm. And they started seeing black designers in the exhibition and like what they did. And they were like, wow, I didn't think you could get paid to like draw and build and create. And I was Mm -hmm. like, here, we had these takeaways, these brochures Pocket brochures are a very important part of my life, I guess. And uh, I gave them a bunch of brochures for different careers that you, you could go into based on what they were interested in. You know, one was really interested in footwear design. Another was interested in architecture. Wow. And it was just this moment of like, this is why we do what we do is to mm-hmm. to show people what's possible, that like they could be part of creating the world uh, around them. And yeah, it was just that story always sticks with me because they, I were, just, that they were just like me. They didn't know what design was. I love that story right there. I love it so much. Unfortunately, the back end of that question is, what do you enjoy the least? Oh, yeah, the least. Uh, that's a toughie. I mean, I I created this job, right? Like, I started the museum. And so I love pretty much everything about it. You know, I love my day-to-day. I love working with my team. I think the hard thing for us, so we're at kind of a unique museum uh, in that we're a museum without our own building, Mm-hmm. And that was all by design, right? We're, we pop up. We're nomadic. We're always like popping up in different places. That exhibition I just mentioned, that was in a public building in Boston where a lot of teens and, and local folks hang out. And mm-hmm. so that was all on purpose. So I think the hardest thing for us is not everyone gets that, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you think about museum, you think of a building. And so, yeah, it's hard to kind of keep moving forward because we're educating people about design, something they may not have ever heard of. And we're Mm -hmm. also saying, well, we're also a unique museum. And they're like, okay, what's going on? (laughs) Mm. Um, So that makes it tough. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish we had a building. But then I remember how much buildings cost. And (laughs) (laughs) I remember why we do it this way. Wow. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. And this next question right here, Sam, is my absolute favorite question. And that would be, do you think that grades matter in school for Mm. the success that you have in your career today? Oh, that's a really good question. I wish they didn't. Um, and maybe that's changing. They did for me. And it was more about setting goals for myself. And that has followed through like my whole career. And I think that's, you know, my parents were definitely like, get good grades. But I think I was even more so <laughs> hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Because grades were sort of like a way to measure how I was doing. And I kind of set these goals that like I was going to do this and this. So as much as I I don't like grades and I have kids now and it just I shudder to think that grades are going to continue to be important. I, I, I wish it was more about setting goals for yourself and building that muscle. Right. Like I built that muscle of setting goals for myself and holding myself accountable over years in school mm-hmm. and in college. And that is something the museum wouldn't exist if I didn't have that skill or that muscle trained to be like, OK, we're going to do X, Y or Z over the next two years and here's how we're going to measure it. And two years later, did we do it or did we not? And thankfully, we usually do it because that's what setting goals and achieving them is. So okay. maybe not so much grades, but goals, I think, are huge. Okay. I love that answer, Sam. I really do. I really love that answer right there. Now, my next question was, what do you feel that your impact is? But 
with the way you answered that uh that last question <laughs> yeah. of you know uh what you enjoy the most i i really think we we can skip over it at yeah, this yeah. point that's so what i would be the same thing it's just the educational impact is huge and it just brings a smile to my face every time someone learns about design and either becomes a designer great but if not appreciates design more right and like thinks yeah. about design yeah very very nice and now sam we are winding down to that last question and that is if you had one piece of advice, just one, mm. to somebody out there listening right now that wants to be in the position that you are in today, what would that be? Oh, that's a great question. I think for designers, it would be to stay curious and be curious. And what does that mean? Like be observant, take in the world around you, and then translate it into something, right? Draw or build or have ideas and try things, right? It's like observe, try, and then look back. Then for the museum stuff, uh, as the executive director, my piece of advice would be, like I said, be open to changes in your career over time, right? I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to be an engineer. I'm going to be a doctor forever. Mm -hmm. And I would just kind of keep your mind open to how your career can transition over time. Like I'm someone who has a lot of interests. I'm sure that's the case for many of your listeners. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do it all at once. You could do it over time or you could do I guess don't settle until you've found that career that scratches every itch that you have, right? I love design, but I also love community and I love education. And therefore I started the museum to do all three of those things. And so I never settled. I always wanted to create or have a job that was had everything that I was interested in. And turned out I had to start that job. And maybe that's the last piece of advice is don't be afraid to start something. I love it right that was that was that you, you could have dropped the mic right there sam <laughs> that was a mic drop moment i love i cannot i can't even i can't i couldn't have said it better good awesome. job sam, oh, sam now, I, I need you to give me something to promote sam whether mm. it's a website a book sure. something something i can leave down in the description below so Absolutely. that my audience can reach yours yeah well if folks are interested in design they should check out our podcast it's called design is everywhere uh, you can find it on anywhere where you listen to podcasts or visit our website, designmuseumeverywhere.org. And we tackle all kinds of different topics around design uh, that I think folks find interesting. Very, very nice. And again, folks, that is in the link in the description below. Please go and click that and check it out. Again, in the link in the description below, design is everywhere. And folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Sam helped you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap. <laughs> if you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a review so that someone else can discover it, too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn at YI Network for episode updates, weekly takeaways, quotes of the week and much, much more. And if you or somebody else you know is passionate about their job and would like to share their story, email us at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you soon, folks. And I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. 